Welcome to Peace Prof. Each episode, I share small-scale strategies and resources that can be practically applied to a broader pursuit of peace and reduce conflict within our lives, improving our spiritual, emotional, and relationship experiences. I'm Esther DeWitt, a college professor and author with a practice in organizational psychology. The pursuit of peace is my profession and my passion. Four apologies that backfire. We all have occasions when we should apologize to someone. It happens. We do or say something that impacts another person in a negative way, and we know that we owe them an apology. When our actions have caused damage in a relationship, an apology can go a long way towards repairing it. But not all apologies are created equal. Some apologies can even backfire and cause more damage to the relationship. Here are four apology styles that nearly always backfire. The empty apology. Sorry, my bad. As a child, do you remember being told by an adult, maybe a parent or teacher, to say that you were sorry to a classmate or sibling? Even when you didn't mean it, you mumbled out the word sorry, which satisfied the adult and the issue was settled. Maybe they even required the other child to say you're forgiven. It was an exercise designed to teach and model the process, but usually it only made the adult feel better. You children were not fooled. An empty apology has much the same effect as that muttered sorry. It comes off as if you are going through the motions and can seem flip. When the other party is not convinced of the sincerity of an apology, it is not likely to produce the desired results. In fact, flip-sounding empty apologies can end up giving the other person the impression that any inconvenience, damage, or hurt they experienced is being dismissed or diminished by empty words, causing additional damage to the relationship. The incomplete apology. I'm sorry you got hurt. Uh, Please forgive me. I apologize that my bluntness offends you. That's not my intent. Andy Malinsky from the Harvard Business Review in the Four Types of Ineffective Apologies describes incomplete apologies as attempts that don't quite hit the mark. They fall short of accomplishing the key elements of an effective apology. Taking responsibility, expressing regret, asking forgiveness, and committing or attempting to prevent a repeat of the offense. They may include one or more elements, but one is missing. The conditional apology. I'm sorry if you were offended by what I said. If anyone was inconvenienced by my delay, I apologize. I'm sorry you were upset by what I said. Jill Geisler from Loyola University, Chicago, describes conditional apologies as those that contain qualifiers, especially the word if. These generalized apologies do not take specific responsibility for words or actions and often end up throwing some of the blame back at the other person. They do not express true regret and qualify that they are directed only to a partial group or under a certain circumstance. The reframed apology. Regrettably, words were spoken that may have offended some, which probably should not have happened. It's a shame that circumstances came together in a way that impacted you unfavorably. Huh? Reframing sounds like a non-apology apology. In the reframed apology, the responsible person minimizes the words or actions, describing them in as neutral a way as possible. There is a clear lack of specifics, both regarding who was impacted, who was responsible, and what occurred or was said. It is fuzzy and nondescript, dancing around the real issues and leaving a lot to be desired. Often, there is a temptation to offer an explanation for our words or actions instead of owning them and their impact. In this version of a reframed apology, it can seem as if the blame is being cast in other directions and be perceived as a denial of responsibility 
rather than a sincere attempt to apologize. Explanations sound like excuses. The Oxford Dictionary defines apology as a regretful acknowledgement of an offense or failure. They can be incredibly effective in healing and repairing when offered well. If you are interested in learning more on the subject, check out the podcast episode, The Art of the Apology. Thank you for joining me for this discussion on peace. As an organizational psychology practitioner specializing in leadership, conflict, and emotional management issues, I am passionate about the skills related to the pursuit of peace. I am blessed to be able to share them here with you. This episode was written by me, Esther DeWitt. We invite you to follow Peace Prof, the podcast, and to follow Peace Prof on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We also have a website, peaceprof.com, with archives of past episodes and a collection of other resources. If you enjoyed this episode, the best way you can support us is to leave a five-star review wherever you listen to podcasts.